Hey everybody, uh, it's DJ. Just to make sure if somehow you're able to still listen to this on PodCoin on the day it comes out, today is the last day. Go to Google Podcasts, go to CastBox, go to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, wherever else you can listen to podcasts and subscribe subscribe not only to the untrained eye but to all your favorite shows because again if you're listening solely on podcoin podcoin is dead so thanks for all the goofs and the gaffs we appreciate everything you did for us podcoin uh but it's over now Mm, this was a fun experiment also Uh, I found out at the very last minute that I was going to be able to be on podcasts of the roundtable. So if you go to the Civilized Creatures Podcast Network Facebook page, uh, the video is up with the audio soon to be coming out on the Married AF podcast feed. All right, here's the show. Hello, everyone. Y'all already know what it is. Y'all already know what it is. Hmm. Yep, that song. I'm not telling you what it is, because like I said last week, if you don't know, you're stupid. So, (laughs) we are a part of the Civilized Creatures Podcast Network. Did you really say the name this time, though? No. Okay. And I won't. (laughs) Uh, And, uh, yeah. Got a lot of fun things going on. Actually, uh, the day that we're recording this, in a couple hours, they're going to be doing podcasts of the roundtable, which you will be able to hear on the Married AF podcast feed. So check that out. Coming soon to earphones near you, but not on PodCoin. More on that later. Uh, but every week, we like to do a creature feature and it's just one of the shows that are on the Civilized Creatures Podcast Network. And this week, it's our old pal Eric Moore over at Picks and Bones. P's and B's, I like to call it. Every time I'm like, Beth, did you hear the new P's and B's? And she's like, please. Yeah. And then we high five. <laughs> mm, okay. <laughs> Do you know another Beth <laughs> that you're high fiving in secret? No, it's you. <laughs> Beth, never, that's the joke. Never it's heard you. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but uh, I listened to the show this week because I like to like see what we're talking about. <laughs> we're uh-huh. like, hey, what's going on? We um, also listen. I like to advertise things I've never heard of before. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but I don't like doing that. So I do try to listen to all the shows that we're creature featuring. And this week I did listen to this show and I thought it was really good. Um, like it's um, Eric is interviewing like local country artists. I think it's mostly country, right? Yeah. Yeah, which is interesting. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of country music, but I I do like some, and I do like listening to stories about how people like uh, started their band or like how they write their music. Um, so it's it's really interesting, and we've interacted with Eric um, a few different times, like uh, on game night with the uh, civilized creatures, mm-hmm. which like he seems like a really nice, like pretty well rounded dude. And uh, it's just nice listening to him interviewing these people. Yeah, Eric is very affable, so it's not, uh, he's just, he's just easily able to talk to 
the people that he's interviewing and able to get a good interview out of it. And even in strange places, because I feel like the last one, was it the last one? I'm trying to read the description to see. The last yeah, one. Yeah, the, the last one he did with Leanne Long, uh, he did it at the end of a pier, which is like, you know, I don't know. Probably the most quiet place you could do an interview. Or <laughs> <laughs> hear waves crashing all around. And seagulls calling. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, I don't know. It's good. I like I like when shows are done in interesting places. But yeah, check out Picks and Bones on anywhere you listen to podcasts except for PodCoin. Wow. Well, yeah, isn't PodCoin ending the same day that the show's releasing? Yeah, just in case you're, you are listening and PodCoin hasn't died just yet because it is supposed to die on the 24th, uh, the day this comes out. Uh, maybe it won't be fully dead till like noon or something. <laughs> so hurry up and listen <laughs> and then go download, uh, I don't know, Google Podcasts, I've been told is, uh, what was it? Uh, Joe B was like, he messaged me after the show was like, Google Podcast comes automatic on Android. And I was like, oh. Oh, well, there you it? go. I guess so. Huh. I don't know. I got this uh, Pixel now, so I'm like, oh, I just figured since it was a Google phone, it, that's why it came with it. But oh, is it already like on one of your screens that you can access, or did you have to? It was just on it, so I just assume that if you have an Android phone, you'll get some like. But I mean, did you have to search for it, or was it already like an icon you could pick? I don't know. I'm still like, <laughs> I've only had this phone for like a month. So <laughs> I'm still like, I figured out uh, the basics and I'm like, eh, I'll figure out all the, uh, yeah. the small details later. Well, I mean, if you are listening on PodCoin and you don't have a Google Pixel <laughs> that comes fully <laughs> loaded with Google Podcasts, then you can hear this show on any other platform, uh, not Podcoin, but yeah. Castbox, uh, Apple Podcast. Mm-hmm. If you're a cool Spotify, I don't know all the places. If you're already listening to this, you're semi savvy. So get your life together and download another app for once, Todd. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> and if you're still on Podcoin and they haven't shut it down. Go ahead and cash in any coins that you have because it's over. Yeah, we always normally would put it to charity. And this last time I had just enough for a $5 Amazon card and I cashed it in and it worked because I immediately went and bought something and uh, I got my five bucks. So get them while you can, homies. And here's the real important thing. Okay, you're listening to this on Tuesday and you're like, I have two more days of nothing. It's just silence until Friday. Then what do I do? Well, that is when you need to listen to the Super Media Bros because they are doing their PodCoin funeral, of which uh, Richie asked people if they wanted to give eulogies and I sent one in to them. So you'll at least get to hear my dumb uh, idea of a eulogy for PodCoin. Yeah, and I haven't even heard that yet because I'm just waiting to hear the whole show <laughs> as a whole. So I'm... Looking forward to that. Yeah, I sent Richie uh, already like he edited a little bit together with like you know some music and sent it over to me, and uh, it sounds amazing. And I cannot wait to hear everybody else's. <laughs> yeah, uh, didn't um, did you say Michelle did one from? Uh, I show or? like whenever Richie asked for it on Twitter, I just like put everyone that either was using PodCoin or I thought could do a funny eulogy. I just tagged everybody. Yeah. Whether I think, they used uh, it or not. Diana did one from Podful of Sunshine. Yeah. I think she posted on Twitter. I could be wrong, but that's awesome. even so, 
Listen, this is I, I. I mean, it's a funny premise. It's a funny premise. It it's a great premise <laughs> because I feel like uh, I was talking to Richie on Instagram the other day, and I was like, "This is something that in like a year from now we can all all of the the podcast hosts can be like, remember Podcoin." idiots we were all idiots yeah well what kind of sucks about it is like if someone is listening to the back catalog of your show then we're like yeah go right over to podcoin and use our promo code well (laughs) you know why i don't feel bad about that it's because like i remember when i first started listening to podcasts i did it the same way i i didn't know any better so i would just start from episode one and just go just go and how many times that I hear ads for companies that either a weren't advertising with that show anymore or B did not exist anymore. So it's, uh, I, I look at it as a feather in our cap of something that will be like, ha ha, we lived through Podcoin. Yeah. I mean, it's chronologued (laughs) in the history of the recording. So I mean, it's chronologued chrono. I guess I said something stupid. No, it's not stupid. I just know I've never heard it said like that, so I have to know. I don't know. C H R O N O L O chronological, so that makes sense, right? I don't know. Maybe I'm making up words over here. <laughs> I like it though. Chronologued. Chrono Chronolog. Let's see. Uh it's a website. Okay. The well, chronolog. Okay. Well, whatever. <laughs> You can listen to it in chronological order. <laughs> <laughs> you can uh, chronomologize it. Uh, <laughs> uh, what else? Um, oh, there was something. I meant to uh, bring this up a week or two ago when it came out. But have you heard this song yet, Beth? I'm just going to play a little bit of it. Who is it by? I'll tell you. I like it already. Dude, you're going to really like it. Especially when I tell you who it is. But will I be able to figure it out? No. The song is called This Is It. Wait, let me listen to it. Are they going to start rapping or something? Yes. And you're sure I can't figure it out? If you can figure it out, you win the podcast. Okay. Love. I not fold under pressure. I got to hold it together. Niggas don't know any better. This is that one in the cellar. You get an order, no, I'm getting better. Dropping that shit that's going to make niggas think. Got to make sense when your thoughts is a bank. I got to do what they say that I can't. Feel like a general flex in the ring. I got the family to feed. Maybe I have heard this song. This is that gun This ain't no cope, but they following me. Honorable mention when mentioning me. Counting me out and I double the damn. Serving my purpose and using my voice. Controlling the crews and I'm cruising the course. They left me with greatness and left me no choice. Like this is it. Never. All right. You have, who is your, what is your guess? Because that's no. all I'm going to play. That was like half the I song. I have no idea. Well, what if I said uh, if he was like walking up and someone was getting mad at him, I'd be like, it's okay. They're with us. <laughs> oh, I don't know why I didn't think of that because I did hear that song. Is it Cash Lansky? It is. Oh, my gosh. I cannot believe I, I was like, who is it? I recognize that. That is so awesome. And uh, that music video was killer, too. Yeah, dude. Uh, yeah. Cash Lansky was like one half of It's Okay, They're With Us. 
the uh, podcast. A podcast that was, uh, I don't know, it was happening around the same time that we started. And they were like one of the first, they were one of the first shows that started kind of interacting with us. And a show that Beth, uh, Beth found kind of like independently and was like, this show is great. I've heard every episode. I love it. And then one day they just disappeared and just never came back, but kind of were around still. And then, uh, weirdly enough, like I started listening to the hood diner, like, I don't know, a couple months ago. And, uh, I heard. Yeah, didn't you? You're like, I think they're talking about him. I heard uh, Kaz, DJ Casual, was like, uh, he's he said something about some dude named Cash, and I knew that they were out of Arizona, and I knew that Cash Lansky was in Arizona, and I was like, it could not be. And then like two episodes later, he was like, yeah, when we had Cash Lansky on the show, I was like, oh my god, I know of him. <laughs> Uh, so that was awesome. And, uh, yeah, that, that, uh, video just came out. Let's see. What does YouTube have to say about it? Well, what is the song called again? This is it. Yeah. And it's on YouTube. A legit video. And now that you'll be listening somewhere other than Podcoin, uh, you'll be able to click the link, click the link to it. How about that? Even why can't I, there you are. What was I looking up? You said you're going to look and see what YouTube said about that video. What YouTube said about it? That's what you said. <laughs> I mean, I've been wrong before. What was about I talking you... about? <laughs> the video. I just don't know why I said that. I remember saying it, but I don't know why. Okay, then what are you even doing right now? I don't know. Write in. <laughs> tell me what I was talking about. <laughs> okay. So, anyway, like, it's just really cool to... um like be interested in something and then watch it turn into something else. So I think it's really cool that he's uh, rapping and also he has a legit music video. Oh yeah. That's what I was going to tell you. It came out on the 13th of September. So it's been out for just a, just a minute. Yeah. Uh, And like I said, I'll have a link to that in the description. Check it out. Give him a thumbs up, comment on the comment on the video. Tell him, Hey, we heard about you. You don't even have to say where you heard about them. Just say, hey, we heard people talking about you. <laughs> we came here and we love it. Um, You want to do some trivia? I guess. I mean, if you do don't, then we don't trivia. have to since you're <laughs> going to have a little attitude over there. <laughs> a little prima donna. Yeah. Well, I'm, uh, I'm the, what's the, logging. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Give me that. <laughs> give me that hot triv. All right. Oh, hold on. Wait, did I, I do for- have the buzzer on hot standby? Did we forget anything? Yeah, test. You need to test out your buzzer while I'm over here trying to figure stuff out. <laughs> there you go. Did we forget anything though? We said the creature feature. What else is there? Did we forget something? I feel like we forgot something. I don't think so. Your face. All right, give me. I didn't forget it, and neither will you. That bubbling hot. Okay, trip. what iconic article of Michael Jackson's apparel glove was stolen from the Motown Museum? Correct. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing more iconic than his glove are those dumb shoes that he wears. What about those like glittery socks? Yeah, but the shoes, though. The shoes, yeah. <laughs> but the socks, too. Those shoes are like someone that you would call Pappy or Grandpappy would like wear. Like penny loafers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, the boy could move in those. That boy could dance. They were All slick. right. Yeah, I guess. Uh, well, that's how he did the that sweet walking the on the moon. 
Just I just have the it. I have the worst luck in picking. What twosome separated after spending thirty thousand dollars on a London Times ad denying their marriage was on the rocks? You know all the context clues. <laughs> London <laughs> Times are these English people? I mean, they speak English. But are they from America? As far as I know. Thirty. Read it again. It, there are no clues. Uh, <laughs> what twosome separated after spending $30,000 on a London Times ad denying their marriage was on the rocks? Is it Hugh Grant and Elizabeth Hurley? <laughs> All I can give you is a hint that isn't a hint, which is this has happened in 1994. Oh, okay. <laughs> that narrows it way down for me. Well, in that case, I knew from the moment you said it that it was... Cindy Crawford and the gerbil man himself, Richard, Richard Gere. Gere. Hmm. Huh. Okay. Cool. Uh, hey, uh, here, uh, here's something, everyone. Let me find the actual number. Here's two things I need from everyone at home. Uh, I need you to send in suggestions at or uh, untrainedipod at gmail.com for different trivia games we could play. Because I am just, I'm so sick of this one and this dumb, terrible questions. Uh, so you can email us or if you dial on your telephone, 813-658-8366, you can leave us a voicemail. Say, hey, you idiot, why weren't you doing this? And I'll play it on the show and be like, that was kind of mean, but right. And then we'll play that new thing. So. Okay. Moving on. So, are you done crapping on our show? Nope. <laughs> no, I'm not Real crapping on our great show. Vibes here. I'm crapping on my picks out of this box. My my. my <laughs> uh. Anyway, so bring it around, Beth. What do you got for us today? You bring it around. You're hey. the one that's a negative Nancy over here. Yeah. So you need to be the one to bring it back up again. Oh, okay. Is that my official job? Yeah. <laughs> Your first and only job. Mm. Um, so did you see that the that Delta flight wasn't like going down and then no. they, like it dropped down, it said like thirty thousand feet, I think. It started descending and then the like those masks dropped down. Mm. Um, and then people were panicking. Crying and praying. <laughs> yeah, it said it was like coming from Atlanta, I think, and going to Fort Lauderdale, but they had to make a an emergency stop in Tampa. Oh, really? Yeah. That's so funny. they're investigating what happened. But how, can you imagine like how terrifying that would be? Yeah, I definitely can. And especially I, on the heels of nine eleven. <laughs> well, the anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I. No, the actual 9-11. Yeah, it just happened a week ago. Uh, I would love to talk to the people that were staunch atheists when that uh, plane <laughs> took off and that immediately started praying. <laughs> uh, yeah. They're like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I believe in everything. Please, God, don't let this happen to me. And then the plane was fine, and they were like, ha, I knew it. Idiot. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> I mean, it seems like that's the first thing that you think of, like, whenever something is, like, going terribly wrong. Like, that's what my brain goes to, like, praying, I guess. 
Like when something like that happens, I, I would guess that that's exactly what I would start thinking. Dear God, please no. <laughs> uh, like this is so far out of my hands. There's nothing else I can do now. Yeah, exactly. So I would think that's exactly right. Even if they don't believe. <laughs> Dude, I only once. So I've had a lot of dreams where I've like uh, fallen or something like not the traditional falling dream where you're just like, Oh my God, I'm falling forever. Like I've literally been walking down the sidewalk in a dream and tripped and fell and like almost fell out of bed. <laughs> like, because I just violently shook as I woke up. Uh, but one time I had the most intense dream where I felt it and like it was it was really happening. Like I've had less than a handful of dreams that I thought were really happening, but this one freaking shook me hard. Cause I was like, uh, we were driving in Tampa, but for some reason, like we, the brakes went out in the car Oh geez. and we were at this intersection. It was like a three way intersection. And we blew right through it. And, uh, I forgot to mention it was very foggy and we, blasted through the barrier and immediately were through the fog, but we were on the side of a mountain and the car like was careening off. And as it Wait, like, are you doing that thing that you said on your other show where you like tell people about their dreams or your dreams? So we'll be like, uh, right. As I started I telling to this go story to the bathroom or anywhere else, <laughs> I was like, Oh yeah, I think I'm just uh, alienating everyone right now. <laughs> All right, I take it back. Uh, I mean, next story. <laughs> I'm just teasing you. <laughs> finish, nope. finish the story. And then everything was fine, and I woke up. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> I mean, at what point did you get out of the careening car and trip on the sidewalk? <laughs> Never did. Uh, we like, I felt the car move forward, like go from being, uh, I don't know, in the normal car position to going straight up and down. And like, I remember the, like the seatbelt pulling against me and you were sitting next to me. And oh, we, I was in the dream. Oh yeah. And we saw ourselves going towards the rocks and I knew we were going to die. And I remember looking at you and being like, I love you. <laughs> and then the, just, I heard the crash and then I woke up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I usually just have dreams about intruders and then I like wake up and, I'm just like lying there frozen and I'm like, should I get the gun? Yeah. <laughs> just in case. I mean, I haven't heard anything and I know for sure it was a dream, but I probably should get the gun. <laughs> <laughs> just in case. I'll fire off two rounds. Yeah, two uh, warning shots. <laughs> or I'll just like click it. I'll just shoot it up into the sky and see what happens. I'm yeah. sure it'll be fine. I think that all the every time I have a bad dream and it just sucks too, like the other night that happened to me and then you were still like laying there next to me <laughs> and I was like freaked out until you got up and started making coffee and I'm like, okay, if there was something weird going on, he would know about it, about it by now. <laughs> and I, I still have time to get the gun. <laughs> yeah. Plenty of time. Don't even trip. So yeah. Good times. Like how do we even get onto your dreams? Because I'm an idiot. Uh, Negative Nancy over here. Don't shake your head. Just agree. What is that character on Saturday Night Live? Womp Womp the character. Yeah. What was it called? Debbie Downer. Yeah. That's DJ Downer. (laughs) 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 Yep. So I saw this thing um, on Twitter, and it's a wearable chair. (laughs) By the way, I love that that thing is making the rounds again, because there was a... 
the the new iteration of it, it has two legs. It's basically just the back two legs of a chair that you strap to your butt. Yeah, like I'm not wearing that. Well, there the one before it apparently was too much of a liability because it only had one leg that you know theoretically would have come directly out of your butthole. <laughs> so you, you could sit just, on it like a tripod. Yeah, and that was the that was the old version. Now. It has two. Now it's got, now there's extra sturdy ability. By the way, the funniest part of it was watching the video of the person mm-hmm. that was supposed to be like, wow, this is great. Like being, going, sitting down at their computer, standing up so carefully, walking so carefully, like two steps over to the right, being like, mm, I'll sit over here and type out something. Like and with like, the old version or the new one? With the new one. <laughs> like, and what if somehow it gets stuck and only one of the legs comes out or neither one of it does and then you just fall on the ground just trust technology it's fine yeah well it's just weird because who's gonna wear that nobody's gonna wear that except for idiots yeah i got this new chair that i just wear on my butt i take it back I could sit anywhere you know who's gonna wear it all those freaking ding-dongs that go on segway tours they're like, I know the guy that invented the Segway was so bad at Segways that he died on a Segway, <laughs> but I'll go on a Segway tour because my experience will be different than the man who invented the Segway. Did he like go off a cliff? He went way? off a cliff on a Segway. <laughs> why didn't he just jump off? <laughs> yeah, why would he? he? He had to go down with the ship, man. That's how yeah, it is. I don't know, man. I mean, I've never ridden a Segway but I, I mean, never would okay but no dude i've seen too many of the people that are like scared to get on it that fall immediately and i'm that guy well, what about those ones that are like segways without the handle the hoverboards yeah but they don't even hover like why do they even call them that <laughs> because why not what are you gonna buy a freaking uh uh handle a segway no but you will buy a hoverboard no i mean i've seen back to the future let me know when it's a real hoverboard because <laughs> didn't they actually invent those but then they didn't release them because they're dangerous or uh i feel like there was something that there was something that like tony hawk was attached to at some point but it turns out it was either it was either fake or it was like one of those things where you need like basically specific road to because so you I, can't do it over water i mean unless you have power unless you have power <laughs> hey mcfly you bojo don't burst the work on water unless you've got power <laughs> uh i'm gonna google tony hawk hoverboard because i swear why i keep typing y-o oh y-o 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 did i ever leave ohio is that what you're typing? Yeah, and I'm almost done, and I finished. Tony Hawk rides world's first real hoverboard. That is from 2014. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, <laughs> God. Um, I mean, if anyone's going to ride a hoverboard, I feel like Tony Hawk is the perfect specimen. But or Because Mar- he sleeps on a freaking uh, skateboard? Well, yeah, and because now that um, Michael J. Fox... Has the, a real bad case of the shakes. You probably <laughs> can't ride the hoverboard the way you did. In a the real 80s. bad case of the shakes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking around. I what are you Michael talking about? He does have a case of the shakes. It's just funny because I have not heard anyone put it that way, and it's hilarious. Okay, but anyway, yeah. So I mean, what does it say about it? Uh, let's see here. Now it's just because there is a 
there was a two or a, the first one that came out in 2014. But is it that the, was the hoverboard for, that we know now, or is it a, a legit like hovering board? Well, Beth, maybe if you listen to the story, how does it hover? I'm just going to skip to the good part. Skateboard trucks, duh, 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 no one cares. How's it hover? It's all about magnets. Hendo 2.0, as well as its predecessor, used similar technology seen in those ultra-fast Magnolev trains. The company calls the process magnetic field architecture. Using electromagnets, the board's engines generate magnetic fields that induce electrical currents in a conductive surface. Those currents create another magnetic field, and the fields from the surface and engines repel each other, which cause the board to lift. So you shouldn't ride them by VCRs. You shouldn't ride them by VCRs. (laughs) You'll erase all your blockbuster purchases. Uh, And yeah... Here's the thing. That was the world's longest way of saying you need a special road to use this hoverboard. Oh, you can't it, just put it, it on the street. I thought it was saying that like, it creates a magnetic field with right. the motor underneath it. It does. But then it says those... Uh, where does it say? Where did it say it? The company calls a process blah, blah, blah. Using electromagnets, the board's engines generate magnetic fields, induce electrical currents in the... conduct in the Okay. In the conductive surface, those currents create another magnetic field in the fields from the surface, yada, yada, those words I said. So if someone wants to ride a hoverboard, they should create like a sky zone or something so you can like uh, ride it in a specific atmosphere. Basically. Also, regular folks shouldn't have hoverboards the same way they shouldn't have flying cars. (laughs) <laughs> why not because look at autopilot anyone. uh okay i'll tell you what i told our nephew this weekend yeah because he was like what did he say we were at a stoplight and he was like hey that lady's putting on makeup and i was like <laughs> hey man look around for once you'll see people are doing a lot of stuff that's not driving <laughs> right and there was one other person also putting on makeup <laughs> yeah i was like just open your eyes and you'll see how many people are definitely definitely not driving while their car is in motion and uh that's the that's what you're gonna enter into in a few more years so good luck <laughs> yeah but yeah let's give those people flight that lady that cannot stop she cannot get it together enough to put on her makeup before she leaves let's give her the power of flight (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean if she had a tesla she wouldn't have to worry about it yeah you could just put it on autopilot autopilot and and then then fall asleep yep maybe the car could even do her makeup for her yeah (laughs) (laughs) um yeah well there was something else i was going to talk about i just forgot Oh, yeah. So here's some interesting dark stuff. Uh, So as everyone knows, we don't have cable. Uh, We only have streaming services. So we have to wait for shows to go on Netflix or Hulu or Amazon or whatever before we can watch it. And so now we finally gotten to watch Surviving R. Kelly. That was a hoot. (laughs) That was a you mean a hit piece on the man, the myth, the legend, Robert Kelly. Like, that's crazy because, like, once again, thinking of, like, pop culture icons or whatever that were popular during, like, our growth period of, like, being, like, young adults to actual adulthood 
And then just thinking back on that time period, because like we even talked about R. Kelly a few different times on this show. Mm -hmm. We were like singing remixed to Ignition. (laughs) It was hot and fresh out the kitchen. Yeah. And I can think of that song fondly because that was a a awesome period in my life or whatever. Like not all aspects of it because I was young and dumb, but there was a lot of fun times uh, surrounding that. Yeah, exactly. And in that documentary, they were talking about how people don't want to let that go. Um, like how they have like step in the name of love at weddings or um, I believe I can fly in churches all over the world. <laughs> yeah. Or like graduation <laughs> ceremonies. Um, and like, it's just crazy because like I knew that was going to be dark, but I didn't realize like what level of darkness and like what it was actually going to be about. Like I didn't, I don't, a spoiler alert. It's on Netflix. He did it. <laughs> yeah. A lot. <laughs> well, what's crazy is that clearly it's, uh, I think I think clearly some of it is sensationalized. Like they have people there that are, they just make wild accusations and speculations, right? But they are alongside of not accusations and not speculations. They are alongside of stuff that they is provable, like the tape where he peed on a girl and had sex with her. And apparently everyone in America watched child porn when right. it involved R. Kelly. Everyone in the world saw it at some point And we're all just like, that's crazy, right? Man, it wasn't him. Hot, but crazy. Anyway, take this tape of child pornography and watch it. Why don't you? And they're yeah. like, sorry, I already have flea markets. Yes. Craziness. Like the fact that that like they talked about that, but the fact that that wasn't more like they didn't at some point, the documentarian didn't just say, hey, I just want to take a moment to stare into the camera for a minute straight in silence. And all of you that definitely saw that tape that are now watching this documentary, you definitely watch child porn. Now let's sit and think about that for one entire minute in silence. Right. <laughs> yeah. And it was just everywhere. And even if it wasn't him, they still were advertising it. So why wouldn't people get in trouble for distributing in that film? Yeah. And why wouldn't people that definitely have families right now that watch it, like, do they look at their kids now and go, oh, that was really weird that it happened and I watched it and was just like, eh. Yeah. Like, that. it's just crazy, too, because it seems like he used a lot of, um, like, hey, I'm going to make you famous to lure young girls that had like a dream of being a singer or something. And I don't see where he's made any of them famous. And like a few of the families that were like, Oh, well he wasn't convicted. And I just thought he was okay. And they let their daughter go with him or whatever unsupervised. Like, what are you thinking? Dude, look at, I'm sorry. I know that we have a lot of people that listen to the show that are convinced that Michael Jackson is not, what everyone thinks that he is but if people let's just say that michael jackson was not molesting and raping those kids let's just say he was strange and just like to i don't know have sleepovers with those kids and people parents were just willing to just write that off as well i mean it is michael jackson you know like we all like to believe that oh well it was michael jackson and he was the king of pop and he was the biggest thing ever like no all you have to do is be famous 
Yeah. Like you just have to be famous. Like it, people like to say like, oh, well, he it, it was it was crazy hypnotizing that Michael Jackson did because he was all over the world and he mass mass hypnotized the entire world. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. He just had some power. Hey, by the way, someone local to you right now that owns a business, he could probably do the same thing that R. Kelly and Michael Jackson did. You know why? He's got more money than the people he's doing the bad things to. Right. So, yeah. Is it crazy to think that someone that you know locally could do something horrible like that? No, it's not. So is it a huge stretch to think that someone who doesn't know how much bread costs (laughs) (laughs) could do it? No, it's not. Well, yeah, and it's crazy, too, on that documentary, they were saying, like, how R. Kelly's not really that good at reading. So how many people helped him with these things? A lot. Yeah. And it's not that he's not good at reading. It's that homie cannot read. Well, I think they said that he has a hard time with some of the big words. Yeah, like, uh, and Statutory rape. Statutory. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Sodomy. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's just crazy, too, because, like, people become beloved, and then no one wants to believe there's anything bad with them when, I mean, everyone has the potential to do something disgusting. Well, look, it's not the same, but it it is in the same vein, because, you know, we've been watching a bunch of comedy specials, and we just finally got to Chris Rock's Tambourine. Oh, yeah. And he, you know, he spends the back half of that special talking about how... Uh, he, you know, messed up, he cheated on his wife, he mm-hmm. wasn't a good husband, and this and that, and he says it in the special. He's like, and I know some of you women right now are like, you? Not you? you. Come on, you were supposed to be one of the good ones. Right. Uh, And that's, you know, it's, no one is infallible. Just because you like them a lot doesn't mean that they're not going to be terrible, Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I have a hard time, too, like, with Michael Jackson, because, like, I was obsessed with him, like, whenever I was young and impressionable, and, like, I still like listening to some of his music, and I have a lot of good times that I can remember, like, his music being in the background, or, like, thinking of um, just watching his music videos all the time, and, like, practicing the dance moves and stuff, but, like... Anyone has the power, anyone with that level of power over anyone or that star sparkle can get away with so much stuff that people will cover for because they don't want to lose that magic, which I don't know. Like, it's just crazy. But yeah, like that R. Kelly thing, like I didn't, I thought it was going to be darker than what it was, but it was still really terrible. And like what, like he's just been getting away with like what is the word like uh whatever is less than murder he's been still getting away with that yeah and like they call him the pied piper or whatever because he like lures these girls into he called himself that (laughs) he called himself that so there you go right there (laughs) and like the songs that he writes are like um, confessions or whatever, basically. Well, what, what the one that everyone was flipping their wig on was that they did touch on in that was the I admit, <laughs> and he it was like a fifteen minute song of like 
basically someone that you are like, okay, this person has no touch with reality at all. Yeah. Because there are lyrics that are something along the lines of like, what is the deal, man? I admit that I like older girls and I like younger girls. And what even is a... A pedophile. What even is a pedophile? Like, uh, guy, that's not abstract. We aren't like all... There aren't, the best philosophers in the world aren't pining over what it is to be a pedophile. We know. It's you. <laughs> right. And like, it's crazy because like, like Aaliyah, the whole thing with her, like I was obsessed with her music and I always like, I kind of put her up on a pedestal because like, I, I just thought she was so cool and her music was so good and like she died so young. So, um, like, it's just crazy thinking of him like manipulating her as well. And then at one point they got married and like, I knew about that, but I just like brushed it off. Like, oh, that's weird. Whatever. Well, and look at what was it? That guy um, that in the same vein of like us just brushing us being just the the public in general. Um, the guy from the Green Mile that was like a one of the guards or something. He was like fifty, and he married a girl that was like sixteen that clearly had had like plastic surgery already. Weird. And like she, it was a girl that if you saw her, like you would never guess that she was sixteen. Like she already looked. Uh, I'm gonna see if I can find this because that was because everyone was like, you saw them together, and you're like, oh well, clearly he's just going through his like midlife he's getting crisis. old, and he's gonna have. <laughs> a girl in his 20s and then they're like and also she's 16 you're like i'm sorry what <laughs> yeah i just don't get it well and like like some of the parents or whatever thought that oh yeah well we'll just let r kelly mentor my daughter and it'll be fine because we're not gonna let her go alone with him we'll just be there at every turn and like in that show they showed them like trying to do that and like he manipulated the system to try to get her alone sometimes. And then once she turned 18, then basically shut them out of her life. I mean, I'm not sure that she didn't have anything to do with that. Maybe she didn't want to be involved with them because some people hate their parents. (laughs) (laughs) But But it it wasn't a one-time thing. It seems like multiple girls were having that same experience of being like secluded from their family and friends. So he could like mentally manipulate them. Well, and that's how it is. Like, it, it is... Uh, Did you find the thing? Oh, yeah. It, it is something, though, that... I mean, every... I would imagine every kid goes through that's like, uh, I'm 15, I'm 16, I hate my parents. Yeah, they don't know. I, w- I just want to be out in the world and do whatever I want to do. And, by the way, think of anyone. Think of... Think of... Uh, uh, think of freaking... What is it called? The Smash Mouth guy. What is his name? Uh, I don't Who know. cares? Smash Mouth. Guy Fieri. <laughs> guy Fieri, but Smash Mouth. Uh, I if, think he looks like the dude. I don't if, know. If that guy, if Smash Mouth came to you before all the Shrek hubbub, when they were just some some band no one cared about, uh, there's there like that guy would be able to take advantage of sixteen year old girls right. that were like, I hate my parents. Like, oh well, I have some fame. Do you see that blockbuster music over there? Well, guess what? You can go and buy one of my compact discs right now. They're like, oh, yeah, I'll get in your tour bus and come and live in your compound. Yeah. Says when 51-year-old Doug Hutchinson married 16-year-old Courtney Stodden in May, their 35-year age difference set the world ablaze. 
Yeah. Duh. Let's see. The former beauty queen. And like, how is that even actress. legal? Uh, I'm sure the parents signed off on that because they're not creeps at all. Yeah. Well, I think that's a big part of the picture, too. Like, the Well, look at that. Would you ever imagine that girl is 16? I can't really see it very well. Blam. How about that? No, she does look older than 16. Uh, but then but you still. find out that she is, and you're like, oh, okay, so you definitely are a creep, though. Yeah. Because, by the way, that just means that a 51-year-old man was courting a girl's parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. All right. But it's terrible. So, yeah. What about that uh, butt chair? <laughs> butt chair? The chair that you can put on your butt and then you can just sit oh, down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. That was a long road we went on. <laughs> butt chairs is dumb. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just trying to bring it back around. I don't know. Yeah. Well, let's uh, cleanse it a little bit with some trivia. This time, I'll go first with a question that I'm sure is garbage. Let's see here. No, I'm not asking that one. Okay, here we go. Just keep it topical. Who did Michael Jackson kiss in public for the first time during the 1994 MTV Video Music Awards? Was it Lisa Marie Presley? It was Lisa Marie Presley, otherwise known as The Beard. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Okay. (laughs) So this one is... What sitcom... (laughs) capped a decade of shows with the final words sorry we're closed uh was it seinfeld oh wait no no, wait 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 it was cheers it was cheers (laughs) that is correct i need to look for a ding 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 oh wait i got one i got mine from last week let's see almost got it Mm, soundboard is it we need to build a wall I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, I need a, a real, like a good one. I need to look for it, but I always forget when we're not doing the show. We need to build a wall. I knew it. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so what else do you have besides silence? Go I have there. this one. Wrong. You already have a wrong. Wait, what about this one then? Hmm. China. <laughs> China. Wait, you need a uh, one for getting it right? The biggest number ever. There you go. Very big number. These are terrible. They are. Uh, it's a huge problem. It is a huge <laughs> problem. So I read that they might be remaking The Princess Bride. Yeah, yes. I also, I think you brought. you told me about that. Oh, really? What What did I say about it? You just let me know. <laughs> you let me like, know that... I let the, you marinate on it so you could talk about it now. I mean, if you want me to launch right into it, then yeah. I will. The, that was the whole premise of bringing it up. Okay. The guy, <laughs> Carrie, what's his face? Elwes. Elwes. That guy can dive directly into a septic tank because... <laughs> A new one or one that needs to be pumped? (laughs) One that needs to be rebooted. Uh, Yeah, because wasn't his take on it like, I don't don't think we need something like this. Let's let a classic be a classic for once. Why don't we? It's like, hey, bro, 
No. What do you think? You They're also rebooting Saw. Saw, the original Saw, was an amazing movie. Yeah. Why aren't you sad about that? That was also a classic. You doof. They reboot everything. Yeah, and that's fine. And by the way, I will tell him the same thing everyone tells everyone whenever there's a reboot people don't want. Hey, the, the original still exists. Yeah. They don't yeah. delete all copies of The Princess Bride as soon as the new one comes out. Same thing with Ghostbusters. Well, I read too that uh, the guy that, well, I don't know if he wrote Rambo or directed it or whatever, but he was like, I'm embarrassed to be uh, associated with the name Rambo from this reboot that's happening right now. Wow. What a son <laughs> of a bitch. Yes. Because that only me- that No. What? That's what he said. Hold on. Last Google Blood it. director said that? I don't think he directed it. I think he was involved with the original one. And he's saying that he doesn't want to be associated with this new thing by being involved with the original. Oh, good. Don't. No one wants you, <laughs> idiot. You- Is your name Sylvester Stallone? Yeah. <laughs> then like, no one even knows who you are. Yeah. Or what? cares. <laughs> Hold on a second. Let's see here. Rambo First Blood, because that's... I don't know if it was the director. I'm just saying I don't know who it was specifically, but they said that they were embarrassed to be involved with it because they didn't like this new thing that they're doing with it. Well, I've decided it's the director now. Okay. Ted Kotef. Kotef. (laughs) Did you find a story based on that? No, I just went to IMDb and saw that it looks like an old man because he was born in 1931. By the way, though, I will say... If the, if he doesn't want to be if this is the director that doesn't want to be associated with the newest movie, this guy also directed Weekend at Bernie's. So how oh, I about love Weekend at Bernie's? Though. Yeah, but how about relax then? Okay, it's not like Weekend at Bernie's was some kind of like highbrow uh, Oscar winning movie. Like it was just a fun comedy we all loved. And how about man? How dare you? <laughs> Did, it, yeah, it says Rambo creator hates Last Blood. Left theater feeling degraded and dehumanized. Oh, now is it the guy that wrote the book? I don't know. Well, the... I, was there a book? I didn't know there was a yeah, book. Yeah, Rambo was based on a book. And by the way, he should have been disappointed after Rambo didn't die after the first movie. Because yeah, in the it book, says he D- dies. David Morrell is a best-selling thriller author. All right, I'm more okay with that. Like I, that, that makes more sense to me. But uh, again, why not be mad when a second movie comes out? Cause he didn't die in the first one. Like he did in your book, dude. I mean, maybe he was waiting for the right time to be angry. Yeah. He was like, I'm sorry, but you've now associated little Nas X with this movie. Black people. Not in this, not in this book. Oh, <laughs> is little Nas X associated with it? Only in this, uh, old town road was in the, first trailer or like teaser trailer for that movie because that was like at the height of when everyone was like a little Nas X is not allowed to exist at all but most especially in country music and then Sylvester Stallone I mean at least I imagine it was his idea to be like why don't we take that song and make it in the trailer for this movie Last Blood and he did and everyone was like we agree that was a great idea Sly unlike you and uh, Bruno's idea of Planet Hollywood, this was actually a good idea. 
I mean, I think it was a good idea at the time. Sure. Because they were at the height <laughs> of their fame. Who's Bruno? Bruce Willis. Oh, no one calls him that. Yeah, they do. do everyone, they? Right in, folks. Everyone knew exactly who I was talking about when I said Bruno. I thought you were talking about Bruno Mars. No. He was probably a child. No one's ever heard of Bruno Mars. Well, no one calls Bruce Willis Bruno. How dare you? Type in Bruno right now into Google, and right after the movie with Sasha Baron Cohen comes up, you will see a picture of Bruce Willis. <laughs> I promise no, you all that. All right, I'm going to do it right now. Go ahead. We'll wait. Bruno. I don't think that's a Jeopardy thing. music. Jeopardy Ooh. music. No, we can't afford that. Don't. Okay. Jeopardy <laughs> music. Jeopardy music. Wait. Because I pushed... <laughs> Bruno movie is Bruno real Bruno trailer Bruno Netflix. Uh-huh. It's all keep going. Bruno. Yep, keep the keep movie. looking. <sighs> no. Type in who is Bruno. How about that? And Bruno Mars. No, no one's no one even knows who that guy is. What are you, some Elvis impersonator? Get out of here. Who is Bruno Mars dating? <laughs> yeah, no one cares exactly. Wasn't uh, even what an answer. Is Bruce Willis's nickname? There you go. Is a better. What is Bruce Jenner's? What is Bruce Willie's? <laughs> Bruce Willie style. <clears throat> what is Bruce Willis Night Shyamalan? <laughs> <laughs> Does it say that? <laughs> yeah. Be Night All right, Shyamalan. so what is Bruce? Oh, it is Bruno. Huh. 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 Why would they call him that? That's I've never so, heard of that. I'm a hundred percent sure without knowing this in any way that he gave that nickname to himself. He probably did. Or Bruno is a nickname for Bruce the same way Dick is a nickname for Richard. Guys, mm. <laughs> like my like, boss. Isn't there another ni- like nickname that doesn't make any sense? Like, all of them. But it's not even like associated with the name. Like Jack is a nickname for something that's not Jackson. Oh, Ted Theodore, right? Wasn't Ted? No, wait. Who did they call Jack? What was? Who was the president that got killed? Kennedy. John. Uh, John. J- JFK. They call him Jack, or was that his brother? I don't know. His who the hell cares? Or Teddy? No one cares about dead people. They're dead. They are dead. They're super dead. So yeah, good times. Yeah, dude. Bruno, never heard of him. Yeah, exactly. You never heard of him because you don't know what the hell you're talking about. Yeah, that's legit. Oh, yeah. And for, let me see if I can find the story again. About what? The guy, if anyone was a fan of Deep Space Nine, the guy that played the Ferengi Nog has died at age 50. That's sad. It is sad. Like, what did he look like? Was he? Like, the only person I remember on. Deep Space Nine was, is it Quirk? Yes, he was also a Ferengi. Okay. Uh, Yeah, wait, how do you, did you watch Deep Space Nine? Because I'm pretty sure, I think Quirk was on The Next Generation, but he had like his own bar on Deep Space Nine. <laughs> well, my dad liked it, so I, I watched a lot of The Next Generation, and I saw a random Deep Space Nines. Uh, the guy is named Aaron Eisenberg. And he died at age 50, and that's his face. Can you see it? Kind of, yeah. I mean, that's sad. Like, why'd he die so young? You know, I started to look for it, and it wasn't immediately evident, so I did not go any further into it. 
Yeah. Another thing that we watched on Netflix this weekend was Bill Burr's comedy special, which I thought was pretty hilarious. And it's funny because a lot of people are trying to cancel Bill Burr and Dave Chappelle and people are like, you can't. <laughs> Good By luck the way, to you. <laughs> uh, we can continue talking to, about that, but I just want to say talking about this guy that died over anyway. So <laughs> I mean, I don't know anything about that guy. I didn't really watch deep space nine. Did but you, have you more knew to- Quark immediately? And I think that was like his nephew or something, but that's all I knew. I don't like, that's do fine. they have a black captain? A Blackton is what they called him. No, they didn't. <laughs> they were like Blackton. But that's it. I don't know any other characters. I don't know the captain's name or anything else. I mean, it was Captain Cisco. But wait, did you say why he died so young? No, I don't know. It so, w- I mean, did you have anything else to say about it? No, I just wanted to acknowledge that you just immediately launched into something else. Okay, well, hopefully when I die, <laughs> someone doesn't do that to me. But <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Quirk's nephew. <laughs> Quark. Quark's nephew. <laughs> How so sorry. Dare you? I'm probably getting all that information wrong, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about it some more then. <laughs> uh, all right. Anyway. So William, William Burr. Yeah, Billy Burr. Billy B. They call him. I call him as a friend when we yeah. talk on the phone. I'm like Billy B. Man, when are you going to acknowledge our friendship? And he doesn't strike me as someone who talks on the phone very much. No. <laughs> Um, but that was pretty hilarious. And I think it is funny, like I was saying before, how people are trying to cancel him and Dave Chappelle. But I mean, how do you do that? And why? Why? They're jokes. And how do you, you can't cancel someone who is their own, like, no one's going to fire the CEO. (laughs) Like if you're, if you're it, if you're not only the CEO, but the employee, then you don't get fired until you're done doing it. Right. Exactly. Um, and I mean, yeah, some of the jokes are offensive, but I mean, they're targeted at everybody, not just specific people. And it's funny because like, I know like with Dave Chappelle, like the transgender community is like up in arms about his jokes because he thinks they think that he's like targeting them or whatever, but that seems to be fueling the fire of his jokes. (laughs) And to me, you know, whatever, maybe I just, I'm not seeing it correctly, but the way that I interpret his jokes and the way that people are seem to be talking about them, it seems that only one of two things are happening. People are just hearing about what he said and are making assumptions on that, uh, having never heard a word of uh, that special, any of those specials, or huh. they have heard it and don't. they just want to hear something hateful in there. Right. Because it's not... Listen, when we were watching Chappelle's last special, there was a point when he was talking about... uh, I won't give any of it away, but he was talking about uh, abort... Or he was talking about the woman's right to choose and his stance on it. I was like... I remember thinking... (laughs) I was laughing, but I was like, oh, I disagree with him wholeheartedly. I was like, that's weird. I was like, I don't know that I agree with him at all. Like, I felt my brow furrow. And then uh, when he got to the joke, I was like, that son of a bitch got me. I can't believe it. I can't believe that I he got, got me got. stirred up. I was, well, because I, I don't get got a lot anymore by comedy like that. Like, I can enjoy it, but I'm not like, I don't. 
it's been a while since I've gone on the ride. And I, when he came around to the punchline, I was like, you son of a bitch, you did it again. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's really good at, like, bringing it around. Because even with this, like, first two comedy specials that he, like, came back with, when I think those were the ones where he's talking about Bill Cosby and... Um, <laughs> and OJ. <laughs> yeah. Like, those have jokes that are, like... You start here, and then, like, he's telling jokes, 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 and then it circles back to that, and then jokes, 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 circles back to that again. Like, it's so well, like, rounded and written that it's, like, hilarious, and it, like, brings you back around. Yeah, I have grown, like, I've always appreciated, not always, I definitely have not always appreciated a good joke, but... um, (laughs) Yeah, if it's at my own expense, I don't like it. Well, you know what's funny is, (laughs) I don't remember who it was, it might have been... Patton Oswald or somebody, I think we'll just say it was Patton that was like making somebody was making a joke. This is when I was still, I still thought I was like staunchly a person that uh, leaned politically right, mm-hmm. and uh, somebody was making fun of George Bush hard, like uh, they were going hard in not the Georgie. paint. And I remember... Wait, George Bush or George Bush Jr.? GB2. Okay, Uh, (laughs) I don't think he is a junior, but... (laughs) He's not. Um, Yeah, but they were making fun of him, and I was dying laughing. And I remember remember thinking, like, oh, this is funny. It doesn't matter that I like... Because, I again, I was like, I love Bush. So I was like, oh, it doesn't matter if I... It doesn't matter which way I actually think. Like, if it's funny, it just is funny. And especially, if, like, I can, I don't know, lean a certain way and still find something funny. I, I don't know. I just remember, I don't. I wish I could remember the comedian, but I definitely remember, like, the shift in thought of, like, oh, I don't have to agree with it for it to be funny. Right. Uh, and that is... I mean, if you wanted to boil down comedy, that's pretty much what it is. You don't have to agree with it if it's funny. Like, right. it's just enjoy the fact that you get some joy out of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, one thing I think that I thought was smart <laughs> that Bill Burr said is that people like going after different uh people for playing different roles he's like it's called acting <laughs> like if they are that then it's not they're not acting <laughs> so i don't know i just thought that was good because that is a good point like actors play roles of different people uh things that they're not they're pretending to be something that they're not to put on a show so do i think there should be a lot more diversity in um hollywood sure i do but do I think actors should stop being actors? No, I do not. Well, it's like we were talking about a couple weeks ago about everyone flipping out on Scarlett Johansson and she's not allowed to play a trans person because she's not trans. Like, okay, I guess. I guess that's true. But there's not a like huge stable of big-name trans actors. And do you know how you get that? Someone bringing the trans plight to the forefront. And you know who would be really good at that? Someone who's been in a lot of big movies, like, I don't know, like some kind of crazy tentpole movies that have been the biggest thing to hit the world for the past 10 years. <laughs> oh, I, maybe someone like, I don't know, Scarlett Johansson. Also known as the Black <laughs> Widow. <laughs> yeah, I, that, I mean, why yeah. would you want one of the biggest names in history right now to represent you? That'd be stupid. We need, we need, you know, Jerry. Hey, Jerry, can you act? Nope. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, if you pretend like you are, well, that's the whole thing. I don't know. <laughs> and and that even that's boiling it down too much, but it's what it is. Like, no one's going to go, see, even if Jerry can act his face off and is a better actor than Scarlett Johansson, nobody cares because his name isn't Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, do you have any... Bill Burr is right. <laughs> he is right. Acting is... Pretending is... to be something that you're not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, so. I had I had to go through my own thing with that of like, uh, you know, hating uh, Denzel Washington when he played. Not uh, sure. Do you still hate him? Yeah, but you know, just for just because Roman J Israel is that what you're gonna say? Yeah, Roman J Israel, the official movie of this podcast. Whatever. Uh, Listen, go and watch that movie, everyone out there. Go type into your Google box, Roman J. Israel III, Esquire or whatever, and watch it. And then go ahead and call in 813-685... I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. Wait, I'm going to find it. Yeah, whatever it is. Call in to explain to me how that's a great movie, and I will... I mean, I would like to see maybe if there's an insight that we're overlooking, but I mean, like Listen, maybe he was a, a like a good criminal mind on paper, or to advise someone else who was good at manipulating a jury or a judge. But when he went to the courtroom, he made it worse for the clients. <laughs> so well, here is the here is why that. I don't know, and maybe I'm just arguing against the thing I was just arguing for, but. I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. Yeah, let's argue about it. All right, well, here we go. No. (laughs) Here's an insight into our daily lives, folks. Yeah, it's where I... I was on one side of the fence, and then Beth said something, and then I went to the other side, because I have an argument prepared at all times. Well, that's my biggest problem. (laughs) Are you an attorney? (laughs) Yeah, no. Maybe you should be. Or the world's worst attorney. (laughs) DJ J. Israel. (laughs) Yeah. Dominic J. Dominic Israel. J. Yeah. <laughs> Too many J's. But you get it. Uh, yeah, that is my problem. My biggest problem is I hate agreeing. So if anyone is like starts to agree with me, I'm like, yeah, well, what if we look at it from the other way? Because mm-hmm. I just hate it so much because it's just not... It's not interesting to agree in my mind because I'm like, okay, well, the conversation's over then. Oh, is that really what your angle is? You're like, I want to keep talking forever. (laughs) (laughs) The conversation's going to end. I have to disagree. (laughs) Kind of. Like, if I'm not done talking about it, I'm like, well, I'll just, even if I just make myself look like an ass, I'm like, well. This is interesting. Okay. (laughs) No, I'm, I'm legit. Like, this is real. Yeah. Tell us all about it. Give us your insights. That's, I don't know. That's just how I look at it. Like if, I don't know. I like to try. It's to me, it's not interesting to just continue to believe the same thing over and over and over forever and not ever have any other perspective on it. So sometimes like if there's, if I'm always talking to people that disagree with me, fine. Like I can have that conversation forever, but the conversation doesn't get interesting until I find someone that does agree with me. And then I'm like, okay, now I can try on this, this other pair of pants and see what it's like to defend the other side. That's funny. Uh, 
I mean, I kind of like that too. Like, I don't think I argue my way through it, <laughs> but like, I try to look at things from different angles and try to be sympathetic to different, um, like not causes, but different perspectives, I guess. So, well, that's. I why- mean, I could see that, but I'm I'm I feel like I don't argue as much as you do. <laughs> well, because my upbringing as it were is you know just all political talk radio because i like i've said a million times in the past i listened to right wing talk radio forever and then when i started like talking to people that weren't right wing i was like oh wait a minute so i started listening to other things and then i did that and the by the way i don't know if i'm sure i've said this too but the worst part about switching from right wing talking points to left wing talking points is that they're all the same, except you say left instead of right or vice versa. Right. Like, it's so the exact same that any of you that think it's not, it's because you're scared to admit that you're wrong. Well, I got to argue about it. Yeah. <laughs> Why you got to argue with me? Just agree. <laughs> yeah. Can't. But it, it is, because it makes you feel stu- Like, it made me, anyway, feel stupid. Because I was like, oh, I was so committed to this thing that was nothing. It was nothing. It was just a story that someone was telling me, and it just made me feel good because everyone agreed with me. And so now I'm like, oh, good. Everyone, we all agree. I think that's what it is. It's like I was so tricked into thinking that everyone agreed with this thing that I was listening to that now I'm like, no. Yeah. I can't. If we are all agreeing now, then something's going wrong. We're all not looking at something that we should be looking at, but instead, we're all looking at the thing we agree with. Hey, look at that. <laughs> it's so great. R. Kelly's the best. Yeah. I love that guy. Did you hear the remix to Ignition? Did you know there was like way... I mean, it's really deep if you listen to it. I mean, really listen to it. <laughs> hey, I'm going to write down the lyrics. <laughs> what is the other songs with him and Mr. Big or whatever? Is that the confession? Yeah. Not, These are my confessions. Is that Usher? No. <laughs> <laughs> Usher's the next guy going down. No, what, what you're right. What was the one that because there was like 32 parts? Yeah, I don't so, remember. Oh, in the closet. In the closet. Okay. And now I'm stuck in the closet. Closet. <laughs> what is the one that's like? I can't believe it's a man. <laughs> and I can't believe it's a man. Man. Man, if you, I'm telling you right now, there is seriously. Let me see. Stuck in the closet. I I think there is legitimately like 30 parts to this song. Stuck in the closet. Yeah. R. Smelly. Eh, like, it's just sad. 33 chapters. Go 33. ahead. 33. <laughs> it's just sad that someone with that kind of talent, like we were talking about earlier today, like talking about Whitney Houston or whatever, like how, like, it's just crazy to me that she even got started on drugs because she had a freaking superpower inside her mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> and like. Whitney? Back in the dead? (laughs) No. (laughs) But I mean, like, I just feel like, like, it's crazy to me that she ever, like, even dallied with, like, drugs or was interested in hanging around with Bobby Brown. But I mean, like, people find different things attractive, I guess, but. And, like, we think that because someone has this superpower that they're different. Yeah, or that they don't have, like, (laughs) depression or something to make them want to um or they're not just a normal just psycho girl with a cracked person. cell phone 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Luis Gomez said the thing we've all thought before. It was something along the lines of like, there is not a girl with a cracked cell phone screen that isn't a psycho or something like that. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Because it's true. It is. Yeah, I guess it is. It's true every time. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, I just think that's puzzling. And then, like, these people with these freaking, like, crazy talent, and they just, they make good music or do whatever they do to make people in awe, and then they do crazy stuff in the background. I think sometimes, too, it's people that even they even though they get famous, they don't understand they truly don't they're like uh, let's well, just say let's just say Whitney Houston thought like this i don't know that she did but let's just say that she did uh was like oh i can sing like this like i mean it's not that big a deal anybody can sing cuz like i worked with a guy i worked with this guy uh that i think he had just started college or maybe he was still in high school or something but he was a pitcher like he played baseball and he was a pitcher and he this dude could throw heat like he was getting scouted like he was he was good. He was a great pitcher. And when I would talk to him about like practice or whatever, he's like, "Man, nah, I don't really practice. I don't really anything." He's like, and I was like, "Well, do I'm like, if you're this good, like that people are recruiting you to be to go to college." I was like, "Why don't you just like, I don't know, go work out with the team. Just do the things that can make you better." And he was like, "Eh, he's like, I'll get a scholarship." And uh, to go to college, and then I'll just do it until I can't anymore, and then I'll do something else. Like, because he didn't even care about it. He yeah. was just like, I have this superpower, but I, I don't even care to use it really. Yeah, like, I'm I, just using it to get what I can get out of it, but not even really honing my skills. I want to say that he could throw like close to like 90 miles an hour. So he was like, wild thing. At the time, yeah, <laughs> which at the time was nuts for a kid his age. And it's like, dude. If, but do you think maybe he was just like playing it down like it wasn't a big deal? No. This he kid didn't was even a, really care. He was just a psycho, this kid. Because this was also a guy that was like, I've only met one person like this, but I feel like I've had people say that this is a thing where he would we would be working and he's like, oh my God, I got to take a break. And you know how you take a break, right? You get some water, you go in the shade, you drink the water, you enjoy the shade. Not this idiot. He would go and like sit on the edge of the pool and just sit in the sun. Why? What (laughs) are you doing? He was like, dude, man. He's like, I just had to sit down. I'm like, but in the sun? Why don't you? Why are you sitting in the sun? He's like, I don't know. He's like, it's just I don't like it in the shade. Weird. It's like, hey, bro, you're white. What's wrong with you? (laughs) (laughs) You're gonna burn alive out there, sir. I mean, maybe not. I don't know, man. But it's weird, <clears throat> especially because we live in Florida, so the sun is hot. <laughs> like I've never, I'm not usually jealous of people, but I remember being aggravated by that kid of being like, "Dude, you're naturally talented in a way that people would literally cut limbs off if they were right-handed. They would cut off their left arm to be able to throw like you, and you're just like, "Well, I'll just do it till I can't." Yeah. I just can do this. Well, and then you you have to wonder, too, if there's any kind of negativity, like, based around that. Like, maybe his dad is like, you have to play. And he's like, I don't want to play. <laughs> or maybe his dad just doesn't care. He's like, okay, cool, whatever. You're joining yeah, the family business. Yeah, I'm not coming to your games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't care how talented you are. You're going to sell these vacuums door to door. Do we know if Whitney Houston, like, what? I mean, she couldn't clearly couldn't have had a great childhood, I would imagine. 
I mean, I really don't know what her backstory is. But yeah, where's the, we got a freaking queen thing. We've got one on Elton John. Where's the biopic on Whitney Houston? I mean, I'm sure it'll be coming. I've never seen but, either of the ones I mentioned, but I'm sure the Whitney Houston one would be much more interesting. Like, who was that movie, like, Lady Sings the Blues with Diana Ross? Who was that about? I have no idea. I don't even, I barely know that movie, the name of it. Let me Google it really quick. Because it's about someone that was real, and it was about their, like, heroin addiction. Uh, Was she playing Ray Charles in the movie Ray? No. By the way, Ray Charles. Was it Josephine Baker? No, Billie Holiday. It was about Billie Holiday. You would know her from such songs as... Is she Strange Fruit? Strange Fruit. By the way, didn't really... like That was one of those songs that I heard but never really like listened to and just heard the word fruit and was like, yeah, whatever. And then later in life... Not only like really listened to it, but then like heard like the story about it and everything. And that is one of those songs that I will listen to, but if it only if it comes on like Spotify or something, like I never choose to listen to that because it is horrifying to listen to. Yeah, it's really sad and dark because it's like I, I don't know if it gets much more how much more personal it gets than writing that song. Like, and then in, uh, singing that song, because that is some, like, that is, like, something that you would think that someone would write in their journal, and then they would, I don't know, lock up the journal and throw it into a fire so no one could ever read it, because it's horrible. Yeah. Like, what happened? Not but, the- like, it's also a beautiful song, like, beautifully sang, and then also a picture of the times. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So... Oof. I mean, listen to it. Listen to Billie Holiday anyway, because her music is beautiful. But, like, it's just crazy that movie, Lady Sings the Blues, is about uh, Billie Holiday being on heroin and, like, having a, a major talent and then squandering it away. So, I mean, it was a good movie. Like, it's old. Diana Ross played her, like we said, but... Was, was this before or after The Wiz? I'm not sure. I like The Wiz, too, because Michael Jackson was in Yeah, it. exactly. <laughs> and like we say that at work sometimes. I'm like, I'm going to go ahead and ease on down the road. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like everyone says that of a certain age. Yeah, so I don't know. But are we doing more trivia? Yeah, I think we're going to do that and then be out this bitch. All right. Wait, I'm going to ask you some. I'm just going to rapid fire you my last three here because I don't think you're going to get any of them, but maybe you'll prove me and Trivial Pursuit wrong and get all of them. Okay, then. All right, bam. All right. And I'm just going to... I haven't gotten any of them, have I? No, you got Lisa Marie Presley. Okay. Two Michael Jackson ones we got correct. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, What U.S. Christian sect spawned adolescent gangs named the Antiques? crickets and pilgrims just guess anything and i'll tell you because you'll never get it Mm, what is the beginning part again what u.s christian sect spawned adolescent gangs named the antiques crickets and pilgrims southern baptist (laughs) no think more weird al weird al oh uh amish yes the amish (laughs) 
I guess they just had like scythes and they just took the sticks from the butter churners <laughs> and just were just doming people, I guess. Uh, what Caribbean nation uh, was the target of the UN peacekeeping mission called Operation Uphold Democracy? Uh, Trivial pursuit is failing me now. The answer is Haiti. Okay. What beverage brand put employee Wendy Kaufman on TV ads reading consumer letters? Folks, this is why you need to call our phone number. Bader. Bader. Gator. <laughs> what? <laughs> Gator. What? I don't know what I'm even trying to say. Uh, what is Beverage, the drink? Is that what you said? Is the drink called Chewdom? Is it called Baderade? <laughs> I don't know. It's Snapple. Listen. Snap. Oh, okay. Snapple. 813-658-8366. Call that number. Leave a message. With your own trivia question, with a better game to play. I'm. Or- I don't care what it is. I'm ordering it this week. And I'm just going to order anything and it's got to have better questions than this go ahead all right who was rated the world's most beautiful woman every year in the 90s in polls taken at madame tussauds london waxworks cindy crawford no it's someone i know that was just an answer of mine but it seemed no it's someone who was charitable and the people really liked her oh princess (laughs) diana correct what newly independent state could a fin reach by paddling due south from Helsinki? Greenland. Where was the caveman from or whatever in... Captain Caveman. No, what was that movie with Pauly Shore? Encino. But where did they say he was from? California. No. By he the was way, a foreign exchange student, they said, but where was he from? A long duck dong. Listen, I... <laughs> Can I tell you something quickly about Encino Man? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was uh, an embarrassing amount of time before I knew that Encino was a place in California and not a time period that cavemen came from. <laughs> <laughs> I never even thought of that aspect uh, of it. That's hilarious. I, I for the longest time, I just assumed that there was an Encino period and I thought it was somewhere around the Jurassic period because yeah. I'm an idiot. The cheese is old and moldy. The cheese. Where is the bathroom? <laughs> old and moldy. Where is the bathroom? I don't know. What's the answer? <laughs> Estonia. Estonia. Just like I always used to say back in the day. Go ahead. What brain cancer patient received more than 350 million get well cards when a chain email refused to die? <sighs> Never heard of them. Uh, is it Terry Schiavo? No. <laughs> is it uh, the Miracle Man, Mike Milkman? No, it's Craig Shergold. And somehow I have one more question. Okay. What golfer stayed in PGA Tour shape by breakfasting on his mama's biscuits and chocolate gravy? That's a chocolate gravy. <laughs> <laughs> chocolate rain. <laughs> chocolate rain. And then I go and then I see again chocolate rain. It wasn't him. Tazon Day. Is that what, who it is? No, what golfer? Is that who sings that song? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what golfer? Uh, Arnold Palmer. I don't know. No. I don't know. Elvis Presley. Did John I say that? Daly. John Daly. If it's not Tiger Woods and it's not the other guy said Arnold Palmer, then I don't know or care. I think I actually talked to him one time. John Daly? Mm-hmm. Because like 
um, I used to work at this car dealership, and I think he bought a car there, and he wanted a golf tag. That's hilarious. Or whatever. So I had to call him and like ask him a question. About, <laughs> no, was it John? It was Chuck Daly. Chuck A, Chuck D. They called him. You, yeah. you talked to Chuck D. I think so. That's amazing. And then I had like I had to ask him questions about his tag. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Like, what the hell? Well, yeah, I mean, you've got to talk to... Yeah, basketball coach. So it was him. Charles Daly. Chuck. Chuck A. I think he's dead now. Yeah, most people are. So it was a good time. I'm like, oh, this isn't uncomfortable at all. Let me just kill this dude and he'll answer and he'll be cool. What'd you say he was, a basketball coach? Yeah. Like, hey, man, how's the how's the round, how's the round bouncing going? Yeah, he died in 99. Oh, no, no, he didn't. He died in 2009. His coaching career died in 99. Okay, I was going to say, like, did did you go back in time to talk to him? Yeah, because I wasn't working there then. You were in school then. It was my last year. All right. Uh, Let's round it up with some old recommendations. All right. Beth? Oh, I'm going first? Yes. Well, let me get my stuff together. So a while ago, I was listening to the, um, like it's a show called, uh, what was that show called? Oh, it was the, the, where the Australian killer person was a teacher or something. The teacher's pet. That's what it was. So I finished the teacher's pet and like, it's crazy. Um, like all the stuff that was going on at that high school, um, which it was really interesting and sad because people were once again turning a blind eye to a teacher, How a much? teacher. But also they had like he was mildly famous because he was mildly like playing rugby or something like that. And so he was mildly famous and then he became a teacher or whatever. So like I was listening to that and then that show ended and then I started listening to another show that is... um Part of that same, um, like, I guess, network of shows uh, brought on by The Australian. And this new show that I've been listening to is called Who the Hell Was Hamish? And well, who the hell is Hamish? Well, Hamish is a con man. And, like, this show... Catch him if you can. Yeah, like, dives into, like all the different people that he like conned and how he did it. And uh, like, it's just really interesting, like listening to all these different tricks that this person like perpetrated and then like moved on to the next person. So it's all these different people like detailing accounts of how this guy screwed them over. And like, they're like, I'm not sure if they're building a case against him or I think there already is one and they're just like talking about how like slippery he is. Well, it's funny because I'm something happened at work the other day that has left me convinced that people aren't as slippery as we like to call them. We just don't pay as much attention as we like to think we do Mm -hmm. because we had a guy come into the shop the other day and he came and picked up a he came in with nothing. He was talking to the lady behind the counter and was kind of walking around and looking at stuff, picked up a bucket of tablets, walked over to the counter and said, hey, uh, I bought these the other day and I ended up not needing them. So uh, I'm just trying to get some my money back. 
And she was like, okay. And gave him money back. And then he left. And she was like, wait a second. And so she went and looked. And she's like, the same amount of tablets, buckets that I had when he came in here. Ah. And they looked at the, they looked at the footage and yeah, he came in there with nothing, just grabbed a bucket and then was like, Hey, give me some cash. And she was like, okay. So no one is paying attention. You just assume no one's going to do that. And then they do. And you're like, I got, got. So it's basically just having the dumb confidence to just go in and do the thing you want to do. And mostly people will just let you do it. Cause they're like, well, no one would do that. No yeah. one would just do that. He would have the <laughs> balls to try and <laughs> tell me they're giving me back the thing that I already have. <laughs> that they literally were talking to me as they picked up and walked over to the counter and said, I would like money for this. <laughs> well, I'm sure that's why they have those like door readers at Walmart that used to like put a little thing on your returns so uh, yeah. you come in. You're like, oh, I just picked this up. I don't have my receipt. <laughs> yeah. Can you just give me a store gift card? <laughs> well, actually, we can. <laughs> yeah, but this description says, he was born Hamish Watson, a surfer, I'm sorry, a surfy, that's what it says, dude, from Sydney, but he could morph into whatever you needed him to be. Hamish is due to be sentenced to jail in early 2019 for swindling a handful of victims out of more than $7 million. But these crimes are just the final pages in a resume too thick to staple. For decades, he's duped victims in the U.S., Canada, Britain, Hong Kong, and Australia. How did he do it? How did he evade authorities around the world for so long? And what's he done with all those tens of millions of dollars he stole? Find out by listening to Who the Hell is Hamish. I feel like the person that wrote that got paid by the word. They, they probably like, did. But <laughs> I like, still think it's interesting, and I think it's a good show. So that's I, what I'm recommending this week. <laughs> if I open up my thesaurus... No, because I like I used to listen to those. Like I listened to Dr. Death and one of the other ones. I don't remember what it was called. But yeah, those are all like... I feel like people that make podcasts like that don't realize that no one really reads the description or <laughs> the the show notes at all. Like yeah. we all, all of us indie podcasters like to pretend that when we say check the show notes that people actually do it. But spoiler alert, nobody does ever. <laughs> uh, so much so that the one time, the one time I had a buddy call me. And tell me the one time he was like, oh, I remember him talking about this. I'll go to the show notes and check. Podcoin wouldn't let him click the link. Yeah, but that's no more. So I mean, I don't know. Like, I find things like that interesting. And it's just, I don't like, sad where people who are set for life or maybe they'll be comfortable until their retirement uh, are fine. But then someone comes in promising that they'll be like getting all these riches or whatever and then they like take their money and then string them along and don't give their money back. <laughs> so, I don't know. Like I like listening to that kind of stuff as a uh this is not this is a like warning of what not to do, red flags. Like this is what you need to be looking for. Don't just give your money away to someone even if you think or even if someone recommends them or if they Seem like they're on the up and up. Like, you got to really be careful. Well, my recommendation this week, uh, this person, whoever wrote this, did not get paid by the word. They just are good at writing. Because Oh, and by the way, when I said DJ casual, I'm sure everyone was like, <laughs> idiot. It's because I was 
uh, combining both of the hosts of the yeah. Hood Diner, DJ Century, and the homie casual, because I'm a moron. But if this is your first episode, welcome. I'm an idiot. You're going to find that out over the course of however much longer you listen to this. Oh, really? And people that have been listening for a long time, you know how dumb I am. DJ Century. <laughs> By the way, folks, you don't know this, but I saw her scrambling for her phone and didn't know why. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this is a good. I might have to hire uh, Kaz to freaking write a description for our show. Uh, it says DJ Century and the Homie Casual bring you the Hood Diner, serving up glutinous portions of music, movies, fashion, food, pop culture, and current events. Every week, a different menu, cooking up some comedy and just all around having a blast. Welcome to the Hood Diner, baby. Order up. And yeah, the Hood Diner is great. And I mean, come on, son. Until freaking uh, uh, Cash Lansky and what was the guy that came with Cash Lansky? Rip D. Rip D. They're never coming back. And do you know who will fill that hole in your heart? The Hood Diner will. Because that show, I really like that show. Because I, I don't know. I mean, I listened to it with you before and I thought it was pretty good too. It's just such a good show. Uh, yeah. That's it. That's all I have to say about it. I feel like we talk so much about Hamish that I can just say. Well, that's the last time I'm going to recommend something. Why? That's if you're going to be critical like that and mean. That wasn't critical or mean. (laughs) Oh, I feel like we talk so much about that thing that you're trying to recommend. Bethany the hen just clucking along. Cluck, cluck, cluck. Yeah, I'm going (laughs) to claw your eyes out later. (laughs) Cluck, cluck. But, uh, um, yeah, so don't forget to listen to the eulogies on the Super Media Bros. And how funny is it that everyone was trying to tell Brad to, from the Coffee Buzz to get on PodCoin. He was like, nope, not going to do it. By the way, this, yeah, this will be the special shout out to Brad. Oh, Brad, you knew. <laughs> While we all were like get trying to get on this merry-go-round, you were standing back going, uh, I don't think you guys realize Carnies are running that. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't think, think that was a completely terrible experience. They're all on meth, and there's a lot of bolts in a pile. <laughs> but, like, yeah, it's just funny. That he's like, eh, I'm not playing around with that. I'm just going to keep on here. And he did, and that's why Brad's the man, and why whenever I put out the call to everyone to do it, I put my hero after the coffee buzz. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, check that out. Listen to the eulogies on Super Media Bros. And just listen to the Super Media Bros, period. Come on, son. Yeah. Uh, Don't forget podcast of the roundtable. Yes, happening, uh, well... It's, it's already, already happened, happened but when you hear show. Um, if you subscribe to Married AF, uh, the podcast of the Roundtable episodes come out on that feed, and check out all of the shows that are on the Civilized Creatures podcast network, like Married AF, which we already said. What else have we said? Picks and Bones. Welcome to my show. Drinks with Larry. What's in your hometown? Wait, I can do this. Cinemondo. The Bearded Dad, maybe. The, wait, there's <laughs> one more. What am I missing? The Bear Cave. The Bear Cave. God dang, <laughs> I am the worst. I am the worst. John is the man, and I am the not man. I'm sorry. 
then I'm an idiot. Yeah, and he had episode two with Randy from Married AF. And it was pretty good. It was funny. I enjoyed it. We watched yeah. it live. Uh, and can't you watch it still? Is it on Facebook or? I think it is on Facebook. It's also on Twitter. Uh, John's all over the place. So yeah, check that out. Bear Cave is definitely officially out now. Did we say drinks with Larry? I did, I think. Okay. Just want to make sure we said everybody. So yeah. One uh, day we're going to write all those shows down and put it up on the wall and nail that thing that we wrote it down to the wall. Wrote it down on to the wall. Indeed. So yeah. Um, you can find us. Yes. In different places. <laughs> Anywhere you, you listen to podcasts, you can find us on Twitter at Untrained iPod. That's E Y E P O D. Same deal on Instagram. And then Untrained. You can do it. <laughs> at gmail.com. Untrained iPod oh, at gmail.com okay. to send us a. An electronic letter, if you if you would like, and hey, call us eight one three six five eight eight three six six and leave us a message, and we'll play it or not. But we definitely will, unless for some reason you say not to. But don't leave when you don't want it to be heard on the show, because I'm probably gonna play it anyway. <laughs> yeah. So if you want to be featured on our show, leave us a message. Also, if you want to send us a letter, we have a PO box. It's in the show notes. Yes, that's true. We never say it, but it exists. Yeah, so you can send us electronic mail or physical mail or voicemail. Hey, all the forms of mail you can do for us. And the last thing, but the most important thing, if you like the music you heard on this episode, go to cullah.com, C-U-L-L-A-H.com, and you can get it all. All the music you could ever hope for is there waiting for you. All the cool merch you could ever hope for is all waiting there for you. And your boy's even got a podcast. So, I don't know. Called ColaCast. Maybe I'll reach out to him and see if he'll be on our show. But I'm not going to lie. I don't know that I want him to become a real person just yet. (laughs) (laughs) Don't know if I'm ready to do that because I sing along to some of those songs and I don't know how my brain would take being like, hey, this is happening now. Yeah. Oh, he seems like a cool dude. Yeah, he's fine. Whatever. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Shut up. Don't act like you're not starstruck. I am. Yeah, he totally could take advantage of you right now. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, really? (laughs) I can play the tambourine? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Uh, But thank you all for listening and being here with us through the good times, through the better times. Through the disagreements. Through the agreements. And then the more disagreements. Yeah, there are no, hey, never an agreement. Yeah, because DJ... (laughs) Gave us a secret. I will not allow it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's my secret. I never agree. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> but thank you for listening. We will see you next Tuesday. See ya. Uh, okay, I'll tell you what I told our nephew this weekend. Yeah. Because he was like, what did he say? We were at a stoplight, and he was like, hey, that lady's putting on makeup. And I was <laughs> like, hey, man, 
Look around for once. You'll see people are doing a lot of stuff that's not driving. <laughs> right. And there was one other person also putting on makeup. <laughs> yeah. I was like, just open your eyes and you'll see how many people are definitely, definitely not driving while their car is in motion. And uh, that's the that's what you're going to enter into in a few more years. So good luck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, let's give those people flight that lady that cannot stop she cannot get it together enough to put on her makeup before she leaves let's give her the power of flight (laughs) (laughs) yeah